If you're offended by the C word, the F bomb, and swearing in general, please cover small ears and be advised that this episode contains explicit content. Sorry. Hello. Hello. It's Michelle, isn't it? <laughs> Is that you, Geordie? Listen, Michelle, we're eavesdropping. We do this to each other week in, week out. So don't try telling me how it works. Now stop trying to make a titter yourself and piss off. <laughs> I'm just so excited about Line of Duty. Oh, my God. That's, a, that's my Line of Duty. That's my line. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally didn't even remember that. <laughs> you fool. And then I was trying to misremember. Misremember. Huh? Yeah. I was misremembering. What Vicky McClure had said to Michelle. Stop trying to make a titty. Stop making a titty yourself and piss off. It's a good meme. It's a good meme. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll put a link to that on the show notes because <laughs> I am very excited I'm, about. I'm beside myself, Michelle. I haven't been this excited in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and in lockdown, that's something super to look forward excited. to. Yeah, I hate really. it at the end of every season of Line of Duty. Because there's always two years to wait. And this time it was a bit frightening because then bloody lockdown happened and they had to stop. Everything stopped. I thought the the very first thing I thought of. No, it wasn't really the very first thing. But I was quite concerned. I was like, oh, my God, will we ever have series six? Oh, look, I'm I'm so excited. And I know that you and I had talked about rewatching previous series. And I said, don't even bother watching anything more than, you know, four and five. So what did I do? I went back to one and two. Have to now catch up on three, four and five. Well, I made notes but if you want some. If you want some. I'll take those notes. I'll take those quick notes. I'd like I'll to. Uh, there's two things that I'd just like to quickly say before we move on. Two things from series <laughs> four and five that I found. Now, number one, Ros Huntley had a nice pair of triangle earrings, right? And she never changed okay. them. She was very busy, if you remember, throughout that series with the various murderings and trying to hide a murder and all that kind of thing. Um, the next series, series six, the bad yeah. girl in that one, Lisa McQueen. And the first yeah. episode is wearing the same little triangle earrings. But no. Yes. <gasps> but later on, she changes every scene. She's got a different pair of earrings on. So she's got time on her hands. Unlike Tandy Newton's character, who just had the one pair the whole time because she was busting balls to try and keep her head above water in that series. In that series. Yeah. And from her hand from being chopped right off. And can I say something else? You know how yeah. she got undid She got undone at the end because of her MRSA on her amputation yeah from from a from a nose picking they also it? just yeah <laughs> yes because he picked his nose then yeah. grabbed at her arm as she was trying to kill and him scratch scratched her arm with his nose pick fingernail with the mrsa up it yes. yeah and then she donned a track suit of his to go and like to cut him up and then to take him and and dump his body or whatever she did with it they found out because they found a cut like a hanger in the closet and it was, they figured out that there was a tracksuit hanging on that. Can I just ask, who the fuck hangs their tracksuits up? Sorry, Jed Mercurio, you fucked up with that detail. Who the hell hangs no one, a tracksuit? No one hangs Are you a that track sad suit? that you have to assign precious real estate, wardrobe real estate to your tracksuit? I have seen it, a trackie well, I guess on a if hanger. If it's all you wear, then you'll put your trackie on a hanger. I mean, it was a fucking Celine trackie, oh, but okay. yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god! First, that was my first swear, fucking Celine. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Do that's you know the what? apologies that we need to make because our gorgeous, gorgeous, and very hardworking researcher Ali T. I'll take it. I'll take it. He loved his shout outs, and he shows his kids all the time. Shout outs. Shout outs. Unfortunately, they have a little complaint to make, Michelle. They think you swear too much. <laughs> They are fucking out of their minds. <laughs> They're out of their little fucking minds. Listen, Abby, Hamish, Charlotte and Henry, I have got to apologise on behalf of Michelle. But do you know what we're doing, Michelle? And I said this to you, didn't I? We're making oh, swearing yeah. not cool, right? No. Kids, swearing's not fucking if cool. If we're doing it, then it can't be It can't be cool. So stop it's... making a tit of yourself and piss off. Fucking what's back, back. Jesus. Michelle, did you have some alcohol before you came on? You know it, girl. <laughs> I, I down it takes my... one shot? You're a one-shot well, wonder. I actually had two shots of a very nice Cuban run. Get, hear me. I'm slurring my words. Oh, my God. Apologies. does not take much. I'm only little. She's only little. little. And do you know what? You have a rum in front of, <laughs> in front of you. I have a giant so do rum. I. Yeah. I've got a mini rum. I've got baby rum. Yeah, but I've mixed mine. I've got a dark and stormy. So, so peeps, if you hear Geordie's <laughs> ice cubes clanging on plastic, that's there the classy. <sighs> that's the classy take on it. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just gonna have a little sip while you're doing so that, keep, Michelle. Keep them entertained. I'm going to make a couple of apologies from two weeks ago. Um, the first part of our con artists episode. Now, I just want to apologize because my mum now has internet. She may be listening. And apart from Hi, all the apart from all the swearies that you drop, all the C bombs that you dropped in those episodes, I'm not going to apologize for you. What you do is your business. But I just want to apologize to my mum and any other police fans for suggesting that Sting got shafted in the derriere. If you remember, I said it got effed up the A. Jordi, I have to say, I was quite shocked because you're not generally a swearer. <laughs> I am. You've re- you're a reformed swearer. You've you've reined it in in the last few years. Yeah. No, you have not stopped, oh. but you have definitely reined it in. Mm. But yes, I, even I was taken aback by that. <laughs> It was just so graphic. <laughs> what? And unnecessary. No, it was necessary in the, in the telling of the story to explain how Sting got stung. Right yeah. up the backside. <laughs> now, also, from last week's episode, I, I listened back and every time I tried to explain Greg Wards, a 20-something-year-old man at the time of the story that I told, I called him, what did I call him? A boy, a chap, a man or a fella. Let's just cut to the chase. He's a man. Simple. A young man. Yeah. Not a boy, not a chap, not a fella. What was wrong with me that I couldn't put my finger on that? (laughs) Because you had a lot of stinks derriere, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Listen, Michelle, what are we talking about today? Oh, my God. You think I'm the queen of the awkward segue. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, do you know what, Geordie? When we were talking about uh, content for this week's ep, we had we had talked about talking to dead people, but do you know what? It's sort of segue tangent. Is that even a word? No. Off into various different um, directions. So yeah, it's and do you know what? We have sort of covered this territory before, but I fucking love it. Sorry, kids, I love it. Yeah. I love talking about spirits, mediums, talking to dead people. Yeah. So I hear you. It's the interesting. Wor- the weird and the wonderful. This is where we're going this mm. week. Okay. Mm. Fantastic. 
look, I decided to investigate just a little bit, scratch the surface of this, because it's something I'm quite interested in, is automatic writing. I now, have you, love it. Oh, my God. So, you have you heard about yes. this? Yes. Have you ever done it? If you're talking about, like, morning pages, that kind of thing, you know, no. when you're doing the creative, um, you're That's tapping journaling. into journaling. Your... Oh. Okay. No, when you're supposed to turn your mind off and just write and then you look down and see what's written. Yes, I'm not sure if that's automatic writing or if that is something like free writing. Okay, well, I haven't done it then in that case. No. Well, Stop I mean... making a titty yourself and piss off, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the quote of the week. Anyway, yeah, automatic writing. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it is pretty much what it says on the tin. You sit yourself down, you get pen and paper or sit at your computer you just clear your mind and that you just let yourself write. I guess in the context of talking to dead people is that you have to sort of invite in the opportunity to be contacted. So you could be like a vessel and they will fill you and take control of your writing hand and speak through the pencil or pen. Yes. Or fountain pen. Or, or even if you're in this century, your computer. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, you can be on the keyboard and just type away. Michelle, wait. It's same diff. Sorry. Same thing. Something's happened today. Your what? Australian accent is like so broad. Do you know what? It's because I started off going like this with computer and now it's like <laughs> the rum, the rum. I don't know. I don't know what it is anyway. Yeah. You know what? It reminds me of Ben Mendelssohn. This is like a Ben Mendelssohn moment. We haven't spoken about him for weeks because oh. Line of Duty is more important. You two better watch out. We don't like anything around here. <laughs> I actually think we should get in touch with producers of Line of Duty and Offer just ben a bully job. them. Yeah. Look, he needs a lift for you his think? career. Has yeah. he been a bit quiet, Michelle? You worried about but him? Do you know what? Down. What's he done? What's where do you he think done? he is? You tell me. I will tell you where he is. I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing, like all the other Hollywood actors who are who anyone who's anyone who's making a film right now is making it in Australia, up north, northern beat, northern fucking what do you call it? Up in the north, Byron Bay and above. That's that, yeah. Well, that seems still, to be yeah. where they're filming at the moment. Okay. I've I've got intel, and I've got intel from a friend of ours that there are some massive movies. I can't even say what they are being filmed in Australia right now. Okay, because I wonder if that's because the Australian government has just gone fuck it. And just, like, forgotten quarantine. Yeah. You know. It's okay because you, you can afford your two grand a week for quarantining yourself in a hotel if you're a film star. or No, the production can. Yeah, but they're not putting them in a dodgy hotel with a dry biscuit and an off, off sandwich, you know. They're put, like, these film stars are going into super luxury. In fact, actually, there was something Most of them the... haven't left. They're staying. What do you mean? A lot of the film stars are... Staying put in Australia. And if I know Ben Mendelssohn, he'll be there right now. He'll be working Living on something. It up. He'll be visiting the family and friends. Because they're all they're just out there licking lampposts and maskless, having the time of their lives in Australia. How did we end up in the wrong hemisphere? Anyway, sorry, Michelle, I interrupted you. You were talking about automatic writing. Yeah, so... Uh... It's it's a funny old thing, automatic writing. And I think the theory behind it 
is that once you kind of get out of your own way, of your own conscious mind, then you can let a higher energy flow through you. And this energy is what is guiding your hands to write whatever I ends up on the page. I love that. Yeah, me too. And do you know what? I have tried, I don't necessarily think it was automatic writing in the past, but I have tried just doing this like, oh, clean your mind, write, write whatever comes out. It was useless because I can't get out of my own way in my head. I mean, I'm sure maybe you like do meditation or something and then you've got, mm. I, look, I don't ever have an empty mind. It's always me, 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 Yeah, me. I've got the same and my, thing. I've done yeah, the Mind my, Space app. doesn't work. It does work for a few minutes. You can push it away. You can be aware of pushing away the thought clouds, but mm, it still yeah. happens. It's just your, my comfortable place is just thinking, 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 thinking. See, that's my uncomfortable place, but I can't change it. And actually, the only time I've ever been able to get out of my own head, even momentarily, was when I did a 10-day silent Vipassana retreat. Do you remember I went on this many years ago? And I tell my boyfriend this. We all laughed our asses off when we heard you were going on that. Yeah, we wondered how long will she last? Yeah. How the fuck is she going to not talk <laughs> for 10 days? And he can't believe it. Andreas cannot believe I didn't talk for 10 days. But when I put my mind to something, I stick to it. And I did not talk for 10 days. But I tell you, after those 10 days, I was like, my mile a minute could not shut me up. But look, automatic writing, I think it's really interesting because, you know, like I said, Energy, if you let the energy flow through you, it will guide your hands to write whatever ends up on the page. And of course, there are skeptics out there who say it's all just your mind writing whatever's, you know, going on and it's all fake and it's all delusional. But when you look into this or kind of dig into it a little bit, um, you know, it. there are people that just say it's all bullshit and that we're just talking to ourselves. Our hand is just telling our conscious selves whatever we want to hear. But, you know, I just think like a lot of the things that we cover, it all comes down to what you believe and, you know, what you kind of ascribe to. And if you think that you really can clear your mind and channel an energy flow or whatever it is, then I think that you can. If you're a pragmatic type of person, you'll probably put it down to it being in the, you know, something you've just talked about recently or whatever. You'll put it down to, you know, really sensible things. But if you're not, if you're a little bit spiritual or a little bit magical thinker, then you will probably ascribe it, like you said, to being filled with a spirit or whatever it is that you're feeling at the time you're more inclined to go with I mean I do think about I mean I know I sometimes come across as being a bit of a skeptic but I do like often look at my clock and it says 11 11 or you know I'll think about something and it'll happen you know yeah and look this happens to me all the time so this is why I I want to give this airtime. I want to believe that it could actually be real and look I've done the research into this and I've looked into the history and you know there are these girls who were sort of well I'm it's more spiritualism and but you know it's all fake and hoaxes and this and that but you know the these sorts of practices they last for a reason and whether it's 
real, fake, placebo, whatever. People get real benefit from this. So, you know, what's what's the harm? Mm. And I and you know, I always say I'm a believer. I'm a believer in all this stuff. So, you know, for me, automatic writing, hell, why not? It's free. Give it a go. All you have to do is is give yourself some time, clear your mind. Yeah. Let you just know, clear your get, mind. It's that simple. <laughs> but do you know what I mean you know you don't have to go to a practitioner and spend money to do this this is something if you're interested you can try at home and see what happens and if you are going to do this I do have a few do's and don'ts oh god thank goodness for that I know so apparently before you even attempt to start Mm -hmm. automatic writing firstly you should say a little intention you're scaring me why? Because obviously you've got to do it by the book. It's a bit like, you know, when old Alistair Crowley started a big incantation for days and days and days and then got a, got a call, went to a party, and then all these beasts were loose in his <laughs> castle. People Jordan, died. Jordy, it is not that scary. No, seriously, okay. it's not like Alistair Crowley and, you know, don't light the skull candle. It's none of that. <laughs> all right. You don't, you don't need anything more than just... A clear, open mind. But if you are worried, because, you know, like like I said, you're dealing with energy, right? So whenever you're dealing with energy, you're not really in control of what you're you're channeling. So we all like to think, oh, we're going to channel our lovely great-grandma. But you could channel some fucking terrible spirit, Mm, right? So this is why there are a few do's and don'ts. Firstly, do a little protection prayer or a little intention because, like I said, when you start tapping into energy, you just mm-hmm. never know who you're going okay. to invite in. So, Do you make like, that up or do you Google that? No, this is like common knowledge on the internet. Yeah, but I'm no, not making no, I'm this up. I'm not saying, did you make it up, Michelle? I'm saying the, the prayer. Do you just say, please protect me? Or do you have to look up a certain <laughs> prayer that says, so moat shall it be? Um, to the west, to the east, to the to the west, to the high, to the high priestess. Please protect this person, Jordy. You can do whatever you like. There you I, go. You can make it up. <laughs> you can. There are no words you have to say. And what I'm going to say is pretty much like if you're going to do this at home, just sit down and either in your mind or out loud, or even if you want to write it, it doesn't matter. You just need to set an intention that you only want to communicate with the highest guidance or the highest light or God or source or angels or whatever it is that the you want to The shiny, happy it. people, not the dark yeah. and dastardly. Yeah. Because this is about energy flow. It's not about, I'm talking to God. I'm talking to this. You know, it's like whoever, whatever or whoever you believe in, sit yourself down and say, I only want the good stuff. You know, please um, just... You know, like I said, call in only the highest, the highest gotcha. good. Gotcha. So, you know, if you want to call in loved ones who have died, set the intention before you start that you want to talk to them. Or, you know, just put it out there that you only want to talk to people who are going to give you guidance in a positive way. So then you are only opening your thoughts to good and positive things right Mm -hmm. so yeah just 
set the intention before you start and then kind of let your intention come from your heart and say something like, I intend only to call in whatever is my highest and best good um, or good for me in this moment based on pure positivity, love, joy, happiness, truth, whatever it is. And then once you sort of set this intention for yourself, just give yourself a moment to meditate. And, you know, by... (laughs) By meditate, I think what I really mean is just give yourself a chance to clear your mind and let yourself be open to receiving the energy flow and just surrender to this energy. Yeah. Now, it might be 30 seconds, it might be 30 minutes, whatever is right for you because there are no rules. There's no rules to what you say, the intention that you set or who you invite in. It's all up to you, but just make sure that you do this so you're not just giving like energy a free for all Mm -hmm. you know like you kind of set the parameters about what you want and then once you've sort of meditated then you ask either out loud or in your mind um you ask whoever it is uh who has a message for you um to come through and you let them know that you welcome it at this time and then Just put your hands like on your pen or on your keyboard and just write and just write whatever comes into your head and have no judgment about it Um, because it might make sense, it might not, but whatever it is, just let it go and don't try to control it and you might find that the flow is super fast and you can't even type or write fast enough, Um, but, and it might like I said, nothing about it might make sense, but just let it go because when you read it back, you'll probably see what the message is in so, that writing. Michelle, did we ask? I can't remember because obviously we've both been drinking, but did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Have you done it? Uh, not with these rules. So I okay. have been doing a lot of research and a lot of first-hand accounts because it's not that I'm scared, but at this point, moment in time I don't have anybody that I want to speak to that has passed over maybe one person but I I'm not I'm not really in a in a place in my life where I am looking for that kind of guidance I mean that sounds like I'm so fucking happy and woo life is great I mean we're all in lockdown everyone's like I feel like everybody is in in a similar situation where you know, everything at the moment is so tenuous. We don't know what the future holds because it's actually all out of our control. The government yeah. is controlling what we're doing. But that said, I, I'm i actually looking forward to going through all of these steps and trying it myself okay. because, but I'm not ready for that yet. I, I, wanna, I don't know who I want to invite in. And do you know what? Maybe if it was someone like a guiding angel or a, I don't know, a spirit who had some really great guidance for me, yes. But there's no one that's passed over that I want to speak to or get a message from. I mean, I don't know. What about you? Not really, no, uh, because obviously I did my own research about something similar. Um, Al gave me some subjects to research and I dutifully did so. Good. And he said about my subjects, I don't want to go there. And when he said that, I thought, well, I'm sure I can. And I looked and I just thought, oh, I don't know if I can either. Turns out I couldn't. And I'll explain later. Whoa. 
no, I mean, basically what I'm, I'm just, I'll wrap this up because for me, you know, I feel like there is, I think there is value in, in this idea of automatic writing, whether it is just your own subconscious that you're channeling or whether you are channeling the, you know, speaking to dead people or angels or whatever it is, whatever is coming through, if you find that message, it's something that is connected to you. Mm. And I think you know, you can then choose to take it seriously or not. But whatever that message is, I think, yeah, if you're ready to hear it, go for it. Because they also say that, you know, if if the flow of energy that's coming to you is slow, maybe you're more a visual person. And then oh. what you're getting is images. Right. So maybe then you take your pen and you write down what you're seeing. Okay. Because then you can think back what that message might be. Oh, that's interesting. For you, yeah. yeah. But like I said, you know, if this sounds like something you want to explore, and, and I do, just not, not, not yet. after some rum, um, I think it's one of the easiest ways to kind of make a connection with a higher energy source and, you know, receive messages from dead people, angels, whoever you've uh-huh. invited into your little confab and um, Mahatma Gandhi, whoever it is. Do you know, was it you and I that were talking about Mahatma Gandhi sleeping with uh, lots of naked women? No, that is not me, but that is disgusting. Well, no, he did it for a reason. Well, sleeping with naked women. How else? With the clothes on? He slept, na- uh, I think he slept, <laughs> he slept with <laughs> naked women. He was sleeping but, with in a bed with naked women to test his resolve. Oh, hang on. I thought you meant he was sleeping as in having sex with naked women. I'm like, how else no, are you going to have sex no. with well, women? Well, he wasn't having sex. That's the thing. I mean, he would test his resolve to make sure that he wouldn't, you know, cross cross the line. Cross, cross the line. Okay. That he was able to resist temptation. Okay. And he was. Okay. He passed, he says. You want to talk to him about... No, that I don't know. I don't understand I why you're name. talking about Gandhi. It's another Tom Hardy Cox <laughs> moment here. I don't know why I brought him up. It popped into my head. I just thought, who's a good person in from history? And then I thought Mahatma Gandhi. But then I thought, didn't I hear something a bit ropey about him the other day? And then I remembered as I was saying it that he slept with naked yes. ladies. And I thought, oh, I didn't know that about him. As another, you know, finding out about people long after you think they're saintly, and then you find out they're not. But it turns out. It was all right because he didn't do it. Oh, all right. Well, you can have a chat to him. I'll allow it. But so these tips came from a lady called Rebecca Rosen on YouTube, um, who I think does this quite a lot. And I swear to you, she looks like Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Louis-Dreyfus? From Seinfeld. Okay. She looks, yeah. But she was she was great and I, I got hooked on a few of her videos. So you can check her out on YouTube. But yeah, I think... Yeah, for me, I I feel like automatic writing, if you're interested in talking to dead people, give it a go. Give it a whirl. Sounds great. She made it awkward. She made made it awkward. 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 How did I make it awkward? Awkward, awkward. She made it awkward. She made it awkward. Awkward, awkward. 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 How bloody awkward. Well, this is awkward. How bloody awkward. So, Michelle, what you were just talking about, the automatic writing, sounds Mm -hmm. like a tool 
to con- contact the dead. That's one of many tools. Can you many. think of any others? Uh, say on Ouija boards. boards. Yes. yes. Well, we've talked about Ouija boards in we? the ex. Was it the Exorcist episode? And Possibly. I was talking about the planchette and. No. Oh, yes. 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 Have you done a Ouija? You did, didn't you? Oh God, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think we did fingers on a glass, but you know yeah. it's all bullshit. Well, that's a Ouija board. That is. Yeah, but it was all. It wasn't. It wasn't real. And do you know what? I did get scared. I did get scared. Well, they've got, they've had a bad rep because of all the horror films, right? Yeah. And it, you know, it actually started as I think I mentioned this in the in the previous episode, the Exorcist episode. But they started as a parlor game and were first patented in only in eighteen ninety by a businessman called Elijah Bond. Okay, because then you said it was th- that Mattel do one, and I was Marketed like, "What by the Hasbro. hell?" It was yeah, Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah. Hasbro. I can't remember who I said Parker Brothers or something, but it was Hasbro, and they own the they own the trademark for the name. Wow. All yeah. right. But um, paranormal investigators and enthusiasts of the paranormal mm-hmm. all believe that you can commune with the dead using a Ouija board or any other spirit board or a k2 meter which is the sort of thing that's the sort of electromagnetic kind of beeping thing that they take when they're going ghost hunting you might see that on a ghost hunting episode yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. or a pendulum you can use any of these things yeah for the same means much like your what did you call it again automatic writing that's another and you're right they are all tools to be able to communicate with the dead i yeah and very much like what you had said before, uh, you open a connection to the dead, you give them permission to contact you, but this can be exploited by darker spirits. So mm. um, it should be safe. They say that we just should be safe if you follow the protocol. Much like you'd said before, you need to say a prayer beforehand or just invite the good guys, not the bad guys. Yeah. We had a lovely listener called Grace who uh, sent to us an email Mm-hmm. But you weren't picking up the email, so I grabbed it quickly. She's an old friend of mine anyway. Uh, she <laughs> sent us a story of playing the Ouija as a student with a few friends after drinking. It was some kind of open day or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a couple of – they had known tragically known a couple of friends who had died in a car accident. So oh they all went ahead with this knowing that this tragedy had recently happened. So they got their little board set up, their glasses. They were all giggling and they, they did the thing with their fingers on their glass and, the, and they said, is anyone there? And it went Y-E-S, yes. So oh they're giggling God. away, going, oh, isn't that funny? Ah. And then Probably they said, thinking they're all the other ones pushing exactly. the glass. Exactly. Yeah. But the yeah. giggling stopped when they asked, who is it there? And the Ooh. answer came out, K-I-R-S-T-Y, Kirsty, the name of one of the students that had previously had died just a few months before. <gasps> And that oh was enough God. for Grace and her pals to flee from the session. And she has said she has never part- partaken in a Ouija board session ever since. She's never been <gasps> tempted. Yeah. Do you know what, though, Grace, if you're listening, I wonder, obviously you were not expecting at that moment to be contacted by a friend who just been killed in a car accident. But if you were to do that now, do you think you would still be scared? Because if Grace can come back, I I wonder if as an, I guess this was like a few years ago for her. Grace, if you're listening, answer the question, please. Not immediately. (laughs) Because we can't hear you. But I wonder if she actually would have anything to ask Kirsty with the benefit of having time on her hands. And not being so freaked out and and frightened. Yeah. Yeah. 
because I, you know, like I said, I actually don't have anybody that I would want to contact in the mm. spirit world. Um, but yeah, if I did, I wonder if I would have questions. It's something I would have to think very carefully about. Yeah. So, well, yeah, you'd go into it, wouldn't you, knowing what you wanted to know and who you yeah. wanted to contact. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> this is from the letters section of Take a Break, Fate and Fortune magazine. Gotta love your Readly subscription, Michelle. Take a break now. That's a classy A classy magazine. <laughs> a classy mag. So a reader asked the agony uncle who is Gordon Smith, the psychic barber. We've got a psychic. Well, we've got a psychic. We've got a real estate. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We've got Hazel. We've got Hazel, the psychic real estate Where's she on our this? Team. Where's she this? Ed? Well, she'd given us a lot of stories. I didn't she even has, ask she her has. because all of she has actually spoken to the dead, and we've got proof of that in previous episodes. Yes, we? we do. Yeah. We do. Anyway, she's amazing. This reader wrote to him and asked if spirits feel pain, and she asked because one December she was waiting at Lewisham train station and heard cries. Oh. She told her nan later on and she mm-hmm. said, the nan said, there was a train crash on the 4th of December in 1957. I used to get that Lewisham train, by the way. Jesus. And every year the cries of the dead can be heard. <gasps> on the 4th of December. Yep. Okay. Sure Gordon's- it wasn't foxes mating. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon's response was that it was a residue of emotion. He said the spirits weren't there, but an echo of the... <gasps> of the trauma was sometimes when you're in a place where happy things have occurred you get positive vibes and equally the same can happen with darker emotions so rather than hearing the dead Mm -hmm. she actually heard an echo of the dead okay or a layer of another i don't know it's a mind bender that one isn't it that is a mind bender i have to get my head around that but no i can i can sort of understand that it's an echo it's uh you know, if we look at all the theories that we've talked about in the past about um, when we talked about other theories, like many worlds theories. Oh, yes. Then maybe this is some kind of mm. echo back to that. I, I don't know, but yep. I can understand it more in the context of that. The veil is thin. Yeah. Between the, the worlds. I love it. <gasps> me too. Me too. Now, listen, Michelle, moving on a different track. Mm-hmm. How do we memorialize our loved ones who have passed over? Not just talking about, you know, a cemetery marker or a tomb. Interesting you bring that up because I have been thinking about this very same question in relation to Facebook. Okay. Well, yes, of course. You can engrave a bench. You can make a T-shirt or a mug with their face on. You could set up a little shrine in their honour. You want to drink a cup of tea? Oh, my God. No, Or thanks. you could have a Facebook memorial page, but I'm going to leave that to you to talk about later. Um, anyway, for a number of years, the digibrained Silicon Valley future seekers have sought to solve the problem of communing with the dead. Is it a problem? No. I think it's exciting. It's exciting. Well, you know, it first started in the 60s or the 50s the 50s with cryogenically freezing bodies for future resuscitation i love that and then westworld which i started but didn't finish i oh you must watch that Mm. i hate to tell you but um it didn't work the cryogenic freezing dr james bedford in 1967 discovered that once frozen you can't be thawed and live 
and a load of corpses have been thawed and disposed of in the 70s after they did some practice thaws and they were useless. So all those companies went bust. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But now there are companies attempting to bridge the gap between life and death to provide an opportunity for everlasting legacy, more so than just a Facebook memorial page. Yeah. Okay. What? Oh, because there was that horrible case. Maybe we come back to that in a future What's episode that? where where there was a guy who promised to like, you know, do this cryogenics, but he was doing it at home and then he mixed up all the bodies and all the fluids went together what? and all that. What are you yeah. talking about? Do you know what? Another episode. But do yeah. your research grim, on grim, that. Grim, 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 grim. Oh but God. yeah, what's happened with your with your peeps? Well, there are a few companies. One's called Etamine or Eternamay. Depending on how you'd like to pronounce it. <laughs> a website that claims more than 44,000 people have already signed up. And wow. the goal is to turn the memories, ideas, creations, and stories of billions of people into intelligent avatars that look like them and live on indefinitely. Do you know what? This is so fucking Black Mirror. This is Black yeah. Mirror to a T. And do you know what? I think this is not so far from reality because... Well, this is the, they're working on it now. That's not the only company. But all our shit is on the cloud. All yeah. of it. I accidentally drunk one night, was like, I don't have enough space on my iPhone. Everything's on the cloud now. Everything. You oh, know? Right. It's terrible. They know everything. There's another company called Nectome or Nectome, if you'd like Nectome. to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> a research company specializing in memory preservation hopes their t- they hope their high-tech brain embalming process will somehow <laughs> someday allow our minds to be reanimated as a computerized simulation i think this is too much like cryogenic freezing i don't like this one i don't think that's going to work that's like brain in a jar do you remember that steve martin film where it was literally a nutty professor no that's um Eddie Murphy? The original was Steve Martin. But do you remember there were two brains and and he were and they were connected and they were talking to each other. But this was all just Oh god. Jerry I don't Lewis, know. Nutty Professor. It, I may have had that wrong. People Apologies. if you, well, you've definitely got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows we I mean, you could hear Geordie there swigging, like churning the ice in her. <laughs> <laughs> in a dark and stormy. So, yeah, brains are adult. But, yeah, okay. I there were, right. I just remember there's a Steve Martin film. Well, let's Google that. We will. Next step. Next episode. Flag that. Put a pin in that, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Then there's another company which is much easier to pronounce, Hereafter. That was co-founded by a lady called Sonia Talati. I think that's how you say it. Or Talati. But could you say? Talati. Hereafter. Or hooray after. <laughs> hooray after. Hooray after. Hooray after. Anyway, <laughs> Sonia Talati calls herself a personal legacy consultant and her partner, it's not her love partner, it's her business partner, James Vlahos, a Germanist journalist. A journalist? <laughs> <laughs> a journalist. from. An AI designer who is best known for creating a software program called the Dadbot. The Dadbot? The Dadbot? Not the Dadbot. Because I was going <laughs> to say, I don't mind a Dadbot. <laughs> <laughs> not the Dadbot. Dadbot. Bot. Okay. okay. Not quite as exciting. <laughs> anyway, his Dadbot 
came about when Vlahos discovered his dad was dying of cancer. So he spent the last months of his dad's life having him retell his story. This allowed him then to exchange text and audio messages with a computerised avatar of his late father, conversing about his life as well as hearing songs, small talk and jokes. So it's almost like, you know, whenever he was missing his dad, he was there. Now, once Dadbot became widely, widely known... Vlahos received so many requests to create memorialising bots for other people that he noticed the potential to make moolah on this market. So <laughs> that is how it's basically it's like a life book, but with AI or Siri with your loved ones, face, voice and mannerisms. I just keep thinking of The Simpsons, you know, like brain in a jar. No, more huh? just like, oh, you create this avatar and they just look like. Oh, like a 2D uh, Simpsons yeah, or yeah. or I think of like the blue face, pointy chin, like avatar kind of thing. Okay. I just can't imagine that you could, it would feel like your dad. You I know. think they can make it pretty, I think they're, they're making it pretty realistic. All of this can be beneficial in recovering from the grief, the grief of loss. To be able to replace the sadness with happier emotions and memories. But what if more vulnerable people aren't able to distinguish between reality and the digital remake. That causes, that's opening a lot of doors, isn't it? Quite negative. But what was that film where Joaquin Phoenix, my Mm -hmm. um, ex-boyfriend, he was, like Scarlett Johansson was the voice. Oh, her. Her. This is a little bit her. Anyway, continue. Yes, he fell in love with her, didn't he? And I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, and it was um, not that he was recovering from grief, but it was he was he fell in love oh. with like the AI and Yeah. And I feel like on some levels it's kind of what you're just saying that mm. if you're you know why do you have to ever get over a loved one being gone when you can just recreate them and you never have to go through that grief? Well, there are there are Black Mirrors episodes that yeah. remind me of this. Actually, there's one yeah. with um, Donald Gleason in it. He's like a robot of her ex-husband or something. Oh Jesus! Do and you know it what all goes this, a bit wrong? Yeah, this makes me want to watch every single season all over again. After Line of Duty. Well, you've, you're going to be very busy with your eyes glued to the box. <laughs> Thank God we're in lockdown. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> There's also another one that I was I was reminded of when I was researching this. There was a TV show um, based on an Alex Garland um, screenplay, maybe. I don't think it was a book beforehand, called Devs. Oh, my God. I love Devs. Did you watch Devs? It was I about the head of it. a quantum computing company yeah. who lost his wife and child and trying to get a – he was yes. trying to get a snapshot of other dimensions where his daughter may have survived. And that was revealed at the very end that it wasn't Devs, it was Deus. Yes. Thank God. Do you know what? I told Jen to watch that and she's like, oh, I don't like science fiction. She watched it, loved it. So, oh, really? Yeah. I think it's oh, got something for yeah. everyone. So anyone yeah. who hasn't watched Devs, yeah, check it out. Although you just gave away the uh, – Spoiler. The ending, the sorry. End. <laughs> <laughs> There's also an app. Now, this, this is the other bit of research that Al, Al had given me to look mm-hmm. into. This is the thing I was talking about earlier when he said it was he w- didn't want to go there. Talk to the Dead, Revelation by GameSoul Studios. It's an entertainment app that allows you to send and receive messages from your departed loved ones. Sadly, it's on Google Play only, so I couldn't download it. I am an Apple girl. So yeah, me too. I couldn't get it. I did look on apps to see if there was another kind of one. to. Tell me again what it's called. It's called Talk to the Dead, 
Revelation. Do you know what? And it's I'm... by Game Soul Studios. I'm going to put that sneakily behind his back on Andreas's Huawei. <laughs> and I'm going to check it out. He's not going to be happy, but that's okay. what I'm doing. I'll report in next week. <laughs> okay, well, let me give you a few tips on how to use it first. Okay, thank you. you. So what you do is you can send a message to a private inbox for it to be read by the dead. They will read your message and respond accordingly. Okay, so make sure you've got Liberace in mind when you start sending him that message or right. whoever it is. Yeah. This also gives the dead various ways to connect with you through dreams, random words and numbers appearing or a magic, kind of a magic eight ball style of yes or no questions. Oh, okay. They say, this is all written in the blurb, they say it's based on EVP technology, which is electronic voice programming and is often used in ghost hunting. So that's when you hear the kind of like, Help me in the in the kind of oh yeah yeah. that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nightmares after that. Also, if you use this app, it is said to promote psychic ability and psychic trances. I want that. Okay, it's based on random number generators, and the app claims even scientists believe them to be used for multi-dimensional communication now i don't know how accurate that is i don't know how it was riddled with typos so i'm not sure how (laughs) how legitimate if you can't spell the it's probably not (laughs) real that That was one word they got right anyway this is what you need to do michelle when you've downloaded it sneakily onto your fiance's huawei phone you need to do the following put on headphones Okay. Relax. Select the method of um, communication that Mm -hmm. you want to use. Mm -hmm. And I think it must give you a a menu or something. A drop down. A drop down. Then you close your eyes and believe. Okay. Okay. And it will develop your own psychic ability. Now, because I couldn't do it, and I can't wait for you to do it, but I read some reviews. Do you want to hear them? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Might not be doing this. Let's hear what the peoples had to say. Yeah. Some people were a bit disappointed after purchasing the app. Um, oh, hang on. Purchase? Would... How much is this? You have to buy it. Fuck, I thought it was free. Just let Andreas pay for it. Anyway, <laughs> after purchasing the app, yeah, they were a bit disappointed because they were trying to connect with people like siblings or children they'd lost. So it oh. was a bit heartbreaking. Some oh. of the reviews were a bit sad. I was like, oh, shit, don't get an app for that. Yeah. So a lot of people said it didn't work. Mm. And uh, another one said uh, she kept getting dark uh, dark web onion pop-ups. But then I had to look up the dark web and find out what an onion was. But that is what they write. That's instead of .net or .com.au or whatever, yeah. it's, it's .onion. Yeah, okay. For a dark web, if you're looking on the dark web. What are you on the dark web for? I wasn't on the dark web. This lady said she kept getting pop-ups from the dark web when she was using this app. Or after using the app. Ew. I know. Oh, that's sinister. What the fuck is your data being used for is what uh-huh. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. So one user had this to say. I really like your app and thanks for making this and thank you for messaging the dead spirit. My baby brother died because of the ghost. The ghost eat my baby brother. And when I download the app, I message him and he messaged me back. Thank you very much. I will support your app. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's from a verified user. Another 
Another couldn't believe it would work until a bird came to their window and looked into their soul. They were very much not believing until a little birdie, after they'd done it, nothing happened. They're like, this is a crock of shit. Then there was a little birdie sat at the window and stared with his eyes into their soul. And they were like, now I'm a believer. Don't laugh at this because I believe that. Don't look at me like that. I believe that you can get messages from animals okay. and that if you if you really believe that oh, I want to you know I miss this person or I want to talk to them or you've thought about them and then all of a sudden something happens with a bird, a butterfly, whatever. It I think that's a message. So I'm not going to laugh at that one. I'm not laughing at the birdie. I'm just laughing because they used the they paid for an app in order for a bird to stare into their soul. But (laughs) I have heard that when people die, sometimes you're surrounded by butterflies, birds, you know, all sorts of things like that. Like when you're at the funeral, I had um, I lost a family member some years ago, and another family member said that they were surrounded by butterflies at the funeral, like surrounded by a butterfly. Sorry, I don't know. I can't remember the actual details. Anyway, back to the reviews. Yeah. Then there was a user who tried to connect contact their grandma. And this is going back to what you were saying earlier. But was con- contacted instead by a demon who alerted <laughs> them Oops. that their grandma was in hell. <laughs> so this this user then advises not to use it if you if you can't bear to discover the sad truth about the afterlife. <gasps> Your grandmother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> that was the message. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, there's an oh easier way to revisit God. the memory of a loved one or to see what your ancestors may have been like with the website. Our friend Moira did it. It's called yeah. Heritage. I've spelt it wrong. Heritage <laughs> Deep Nostalgia. Okay. That's the name of the app. That where you can, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an app called, or- no, it's a website called Heritage right. Deep Nostalgia. You can sign up for free and have a few goes before they want the cash. And all you do is upload a photo and it will show the subject moving, uh, looking around. I mean, you've seen it because I saw it too. My Our friend put it on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. It's astounding how lifelike the subject becomes, especially of old yeah. pictures. So yeah. if you haven't seen someone for a really long time, it can be really um, heartwarming to see that person moving again. I asked my husband if he'd like to do that because his mum passed away. decades ago and I wondered if he would be interested in doing that but he was very reticent and I can understand that I can understand that but I think I would quite like to do that for my granddad or my nana see them moving again do you know what I think yes and no because if you're not ready for it I think it could bring up a lot of yeah a lot of hurt or just open up old wounds that you think you've kind of buried a little bit but mm. when I saw Moira's um, I think it was her grandmother uh, or maybe great-grandmother the picture that she'd put up on Facebook it was astonishing I mean mm. it was like because when wow. you see those old photos you kind of can't you can't um, relate Imagine. to them no yeah you can't. because they're so posed mm. it's sepia or it's uh, black and white or whatever yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's painted and you just don't get the the accurate description. But then you start to see them moving and looking around. Yeah. And it's not even smiling or anything. Sometimes smiling. It is so not creepy. It's just so, I don't know, it's intriguing to me. It is intriguing. I want to do it. And I think what really got me when I saw Moira's um, great-grandmother or whoever it was, 
was the eyes blinking. Yeah, That's what made it feel real, you know. Yeah. It wasn't just a head moving, it was the eyes and the nuance of the of the head movements. And yeah. yeah, it's really interesting, really interesting. So there you go, I've given you so many different ways that you can speak to the dead or contact Yes. Oh, well, amazing. Well, there is also a telephone booth in Japan. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but after the um, tsunami, I think it was in 2011, where 30 million people died or Oh, my God. Or maybe not that many. No. How much? How many did I say? Oh, 20 million. No, my God, that would be the whole thing. Right. So in Japan, there's, <laughs> in Japan right. there's a phone box where people can communicate with the dead. And it's in the town of Otsushi. And this guy set it up in 2011 after the tsunami. And okay. you know in the picture of us where you've got the old school telephone. Yeah. So he's got one of those in this phone box that he built at the bottom of his garden. And his cousin died, actually not in the tsunami, just before. And he created this phone box. He would just go down there and pick up the phone and talk to his cousin. Mm-hmm. And word got around. And after the tsunami where people were really like... Did the cousin talk back? No, no. It's like not even connected. Okay, just checking. <laughs> um, no, but I just thought this is a really... I mean, it's very Japanese, you know, and... It's actually called something like, he calls it carried on the wind because you talk into this telephone and you just say what you want to say. And it's your way of talking to the dead without really getting any kind of response. And now he's had to just sort of cordon it off um, and leave it open to the public because so many people come from all over Japan and, in fact, all over the world go to this phone wow. box to talk to the dead, which I actually think it's a really beautiful I do beautiful way of, yeah. um, you know, maybe you only do it once. I mean, he was doing it every day and I think that's actually... It's a lot. It's a lot, but I guess it's what you need mm. when you can't get over grief. You know when you go to, you go to a dead relative's graveside, and especially if, like like you and I, we've both been away. We've lost people while we've been away from our homes yeah. um, where we grew up in Australia. And when you go back, of course, you want to go to your your parent or your grandparents' mm. grave, grave site. And I did it after I lost my nana, who lived with us for many years. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to – I felt like I should, but I felt stupid. Oh, you know, like you wanted to sit there and talk to them because the last I, we didn't get a proper goodbye. Yeah. And it's just really hard to actually you can feel kind of obvious. But a phone booth. I get that. I get it. It's private. You've shut the door. It's just yeah. a one way between you and them. But it's funny yeah. you talk about sort of going to gravestones and things because I feel like in our culture, if you go and visit the headstone of a loved one, it maybe is on the anniversary of their death or on their birthday. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think it's something I would do every year. I, I, I can name the amount of times I've gone to visit graves of loved ones on one hand. I, mm. I just don't do it. But the weird and interesting thing is in Sweden, it is a weekly thing. Really? Yeah. You know, um, unfortunately, Andreas's mum passed away and... Uh, many years ago and his dad every week 
every week, the whole family, always, always, always going. And it's just a part of their culture. It's a part of what they do. And, you know, we would bump into other family members in the family members in the cemetery car park. Hey, how are you going? Mm. It's just one of those things. It's a, the memory is still very much alive. And wow. Yeah, we would go around and we'd say hi to all the different relatives and friends and it's a very different way of um, connecting with their dead. www.eavesdroppingpodcast.com Hello at eavesdroppingpodcast.com Email us a story. Share, like, all of that. Follow our social media. Like, subscribe. Instagram and Facebook. Yep, you know what you At eavesdropping underscore. You got that right. eavesdropping. That's about it, I think. I think on that note, we've wrapped it up beautifully with a little bow and a piss off. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and go onto the website. And all those things support us. If you love us, you'd support us. We'd do it to you. We would. We would if we, we could. We do. We support you. Yes. All righty. Well. And if you've got any stories you want to share, the email is hello at eavesdroppingpodcast.com. We want to well hear done, your Michelle. stories. Go to, we've got a YouTube channel, Eavesdropping Podcast, <gasps> oh, yeah. website, eavesdroppingpodcast.com. It's all there. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Michelle. For Thanks for the good chit-chatty. Chit-chatting. Yeah. And we'll see, I'll see you again soon. And, and hopefully you'll all keep eavesdropping. Keep eavesdropping. <laughs> Eavesdropping, 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 eavesdropping,